Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPNU, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, guys. What's happening? What it do? So what's happening is Micah Parsons is reminding people of Lawrence Taylor, including Monday me. Monday night. Monday night. I got to say. Let's go, G-Men. The, look. If people, I don't I care who he reminds me if, of. I don't give a damn. At, if you looked at Kobe Bryant early in his career, who did he remind you of? He reminded you a of guy, Michael Jordan. A, a, a You're guy, not saying he's guy, Jordan a yet. A guy who shouldn't be in the NBA. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't mean – I don't. but he was straight out of high school. <laughs> you but, said early in his career. You know who he reminded Mike, of Michael Jordan? Jerry West. Looked at him and said, that dude reminds me of MJ, right? He modeled his game after him. So all I'm saying is – and then it turns out he was the closest thing to Jordan, right? All I'm saying is, however it turns out for Micah Parsons, yeah. if people have a real problem with people like me saying he reminds me of LT, give me a, more, a better example of someone since LT who reminded you more of LT than Parsons. It's been 35 years since he retired. You should be able to give me one. Von Miller, you say? I, I would say, because mm-hmm. I, I played with him, mm-hmm. DeMarcus Ware. Reminded me of – he wasn't LT, but he just reminded me coming off the edge, being able to drop, get picks, and he was a chaser from the backside going to get dudes. He just reminded me of him. He he wasn't LT by no stretch of the imagination, but he is certainly a Hall of Famer. But, you know, there's only one Lawrence Taylor, man. But what I'm saying is key. That's a good one. Did he remind you more of LT than Parsons right out the gate? Man, all pass rushers – that have that long range and quickness and explosiveness coming off the edge, to be honest with you, remind me of guys like Lawrence Taylor because Lawrence Taylor set the standard. Mm-hmm. So everybody behind Lawrence Taylor that looks like that, that wreaks havoc upon their opponent, makes you think, oh, man, he looks a lot like LT did. I, I mean, mean, it's just the, the reality of it. You can take every single position and you look at certain things in that position, you go, man, he reminds me of so-and-so. He was like, like Steve Young. You know who reminded me of Steve Young? Hmm. Uh, Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel okay. wore number eight. He was a left-handed quarterback. He could pick him up. It and doesn't put mean him you're down. saying Brunel is yeah. as good as Steve Young. It says he has certain no, characteristics. He just that reminded remind you of. me so much of Steve Young. This but is, I gotta say, if you gotta go to Demarcus Ware and you can come up with one or two others to say here are the guys like Micah Parsons. That's, that means that the comparisons are good yeah, with Parsons. He's one of the best players in football, if not the best. Uh, yeah. That, okay, that, that's fine. That's fine. And he's a linebacker. You, you know what I need? I need Andrew Thomas. You hear me right now, Andrew? You get your ass ready. You get locked in. Because when we're are on the you field. you coaching him right now? Yeah, because when we're on the field. Andrew Thomas we're, we're, is, is a whole he's, lot. He's been having a hell of a year. But I don't so, think he can stop this Okay, but when we're on the field Monday night, because we will be there, when we're on the field watching this game, considering that Daniel Jones already has eight sacks on the season – 
right? Third most in the NFL behind Burrow and Winston. I need that matchup. I don't need, I don't want to walk away from Monday night's game being like, damn it, he is LT. You know what the thing is? I about don't. It? I want to say, see, I told you I didn't think he was, he, me, he was LT. Me too, but. First of all, LT was one of the most savage athletes ever unleashed on the sporting public. Man, that dude was, yo, to be a Giants fan when LT was in his prime, you were so proud. Look, he said this to the New York Post, LT, okay? Because people are talking about it a lot, Michael Parsons. Of course, you know the New York Post. As soon as you say yeah. something, they're going to go call it. And, hey, tell me what right. you think. What was That's the headline, right. though? Because they got the best headlines in the game. You want to hear LT's quote? Oh, they got the best headlines. Best headlines of in all the game. time. Of all, all time. time. Um, but here's LT's quote. I'm quite sure I'm going to see what he's got on Monday night because I will be there. I haven't analyzed it, but I will on Monday. Just the fact that LT is looking forward to getting a closer look should say a lot, right, Key, about Parsons and the waves that he's making right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a guy that you would want to go see if you're a former player that lives in the area and people are comparing you or him to you and you have the ability to go. You you know, I'm going to go check him out. I want to see what this hype is all about. I mean, this dude, uh, and what kills me is the reason he's on the Cowboys is because the Giants needed draft help after Gettleman had wrecked them, and, and so they um, had to trade that draft pick because the Bears, remember, the draft pick was, would have been Justin Fields. The Bears wanted to grab Justin Fields, so they gave the Giants multiple firsts for that pick, and the Giants sent, basically sent Micah Parsons Stop. to hey, Jay. We are where we are. Let's move forward. I you know am what's tired so funny? of going back in history, Key, and complaining about it all the Most time. Most sacks through 18 career games. I don't want to talk about Gettleman anymore. Hold up, Keith. I'm Most on Joe Shane. Most sacks through 18 career games. Alden Smith is second. Joey Bosa is third. Javon Curse is fourth. Micah Parsons is first. Yeah, but the great thing—the great thing about where you got guys like the freak Javon Curse at the bottom in LT when they played—they didn't drop back nearly as much in that time frame as they do now. Mm-hmm. There's more opportunities to get the quarterback today yeah. than there was then. But let's Parsons be, can let's play. Keep it, Parsons can keep play real. Parsons it. play inside, it's, outside, drop no, you back, can move everything. Him, you, you can, can move it him around, but you can move Lawrence Taylor around. Oh. You could have moved Demarcus oh, yeah. Ware LT around. You move sure. Von Miller around. There's look. There's going to be similarities. I and I laugh at, with with similarities, right, Jay? Because I'm sure in college a lot of people was like, oh yeah, he's like Jay Will. He's shorter guard, explosive. Oh, he could do this. He could do that. It's like no, there's <laughs> only one Jay Will. He, he just he says it so quick. What do you mean? Okay, never mind. I'll talk about myself then. Every everybody <laughs> Can't talk would about say me, that's for sure. a six foot four, two hundred plus pound receiver with a fade that's dark skin with an earring in his ear oh. looks like Keyshawn. Right. No, he doesn't. That's true. No. Yeah. You know what I Don't think about? Don't get it twisted. But, listen, this is what I think about Parsons hey. when I watch. When I think about Trying like, to get a man some love, and he worried yeah. about the height. Yeah. I told you I hear he trigger words, little, damn it. That's true. You do hear trigger sure. words. Yeah. Trigger. I said smaller guard. That's worse. He said t- miniature. He said smaller short. Miniature players is he what he Kyle said, Murray Jay. like. Very... Jay, man, I, I got to take <laughs> – yeah. Jay, you know what he didn't to, say? I got to go get you some sensitivity classes, yeah. man. You know what he didn't say? I told you, you know what he didn't Drake say? of morning TV. I because, told you. Jay, you know what I he didn't say? Hold on. Jim Key, Key you, know what, you know what you didn't say about Jay, and I know you wouldn't say? Nice little player. You were not a nice little player. You yeah, were a star. This is not about me. This you is were about a star. Micah Parsons. No, no, it's about you. A shorter star. No, no, no. No, it's about you in 20 seconds. second for a reason, Key. It's not. No. 20 seconds. I'll explain to you why I want to get you sensitivity classes. Okay, talk to me. Because you, the moment that someone says small, short, little, Tiny. quick, you get, yes. 
It's like, well, yeah. wait, no, it's relax. A, it's a strong the moment light. that someone doesn't say happy birthday, you get offended. Uh, see, yeah. see, you, this, no one said happy birthday. All callers should still apologize you know? today to Jay before they start Thank talking for forgetting all your his birthday. Here. I'm taking notes. Here's what I think about Micah Parsons, guys. When you yeah. think about, like, the all-time team, right? Put together your – on the defensive line, everyone's got the same guys. Right? Everyone's got, you know, Reggie White and Bruce Smith and now Aaron Donald, right? When you talk about linebacker, though, everyone's got the same two guys. They got Lawrence Taylor on the outside and Reggie uh, Reggie White and Reggie Lewis in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and now, what what I say? <laughs> said Reggie Ray Lewis. Lewis. Sorry, said I said Reggie because I was thinking of Reggie White. I was just okay. you cook. I say Reggie yeah. Lewis played right, Lewis. Right. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was, I, I was thinking. <laughs> I, I combined Reggie player. White and and Ray Lewis, but Ray Lewis, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> slow that down, third Max. slot. Max, slow down. That third slot at linebacker. No, let him cook. He cooking let alone fourth, at linebacker is kind of open, vacant, right, in terms of the all-time. But when I look at Von Miller, maybe you put there, when I look at Parsons, I think when all is said and done, if he stays healthy, he's going to be one of those guys that you always remember at the position. Great, Max. Can, okay, can you so come he, back to the Giants side for a second because I'm tired of hearing you talk every, about the Dallas every guy, Every guy that you talk about with Lawrence Taylor comparing, they won championships that you yep. could think of. Michael Parsons has to win a championship. The New York Giants won championships because of 56. No doubt. That's how they won championships. And Bill Parcells. Well, a co- but Coach coached them. So, mm-hmm. you know, Coach Bill coached them up. Yep. Even though early on in their career, Lawrence Taylor didn't like him and didn't want to deal with him. And then all of a sudden, he realized. Parcells didn't know what he really him. had. He didn't understand this is something you ain't seen before. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that, that happens to all coaches, you know. Right. That's why you see players – you're like, well, how come they haven't unleashed him? Because the coach, knuckleheads don't figure out, got to figure out what they got in a player. Mm-hmm. But I think when you talk about the greatness of Lawrence Taylor, you can't talk about it without the championships and the dominance and the things that he did on the field as a leader and everybody followed him. Lawrence Taylor made all those other great linebackers around him even better. Okay, Chris Canty is – hey, Chris, um, if, if people have a problem saying, hey, Parsons reminds me of Lawrence Taylor – can you give me a player who's reminded you more of Lawrence Taylor in the last 30 years than Micah Parsons so far? No. Well, there no, it is, isn't it? I, I can't. That's the reality. And, guys, tell me the last time Lawrence Taylor went on the record and said, I'm going to check out this guy in person who keeps getting compared to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, to me, that speaks volumes about where Michael Parsons' game is at. He's the fastest guy at 17 sacks in the NFL's history. So there's something to be said for the production that this kid is putting up. And the reality is Michael Parsons didn't come into the National Football League as an edge rusher. He came into the league as an off-the-ball linebacker, but because the Dallas Cowboys were in a pinch, they needed to see what, whether or not the kid could do the job and, and whether or not he had enough versatility to play on the line of scrimmage. And guess what? He can. And the reality of the kind of talent that we're talking about from Parsons is there is nothing on the defensive side of the ball that this guy can't do. Yeah. I mean, if he needs to be an off-the-ball linebacker in the middle of defense, he can do that. If he needs to be off the edge, he can do that. If he needs to line up over a wide receiver in, in sub packages and, and jam them and reroute and all of those different things, he can do that. There's nothing that he can't do on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so I, I just think the versatility, the explosiveness, um, the, you know, first of all, the, 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 the dog that the guy plays with, I, I just, it's, a, it's incredible. He's the best defensive player in the NFL right now, and I'm not too sure that he's not the best overall player in the NFL. It, 
how, is it fair, though, to compare him at such an early age to a great guy like Lawrence Taylor? Well, well T, I, I get where you're going with that because LT is the greatest defensive player of all time, right? Like, I get like this. It's, it's, it's really, really early for that. We're, not, we're talking about, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't, Michael Barnes hasn't played in 20 NFL games yet. So I, I get where you're coming from. But, T, remember what our former coach, Bill Parcells, used to always say. It, it, if, if a guy doesn't remind me of a player that I've had success with, then I'm not going to draft him. Well, I'm not going to. I'm not going to acquire him. I know, absolutely. I think, when you, I, I think when you look at Micah Parsons, it reminds you of Lawrence Taylor, the ability to be able to take over a game, to wreck a game. Look at what he did against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jonah Williams and Lyle Collins had no shot at being able to block him, and guess what? That created opportunities for other guys. Doris Armstrong got in on the egg. Leighton Van Der Esch. All those guys have more opportunities to be able to rush the quarterback and create negative plays, tackles for loss, because so much attention is paid to Michael Parsons. And the, the thing that jumps out to me, Key, is his win rate when he's in one-on-one pass rush situations. Through two weeks, Michael Parsons is winning 75% of his one-on-one rushes. Guys, every single time he lines up, that means he's winning a one-on-one. That, that, that's unbelievable. Like his pass rush win weight overall is 59% because that's also factored in double teams. But this guy, it, it, he's got all the tools in the tool bag when it comes to being able to rush the quarterback. And it starts with his first step, um, being able to, 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 to get that get off. And then, of course, offensive linemen in a panic, they turn their shoulders, they open the gate. And then he has his way with him. I mean, it's incredible to see what he does, how he does it. And it's so natural and instinctive. It reminds you of Lawrence Taylor back in the 80s and early 90s. Mm, mm, mm. Well, the NFL is going to be in trouble if that's the case. That's for, that's for <laughs> damn sure because he, he's going to no, be around. Daniel, for... Jones, Daniel Jones is going to be in trouble on Monday night. <laughs> well, that, that, that's oh, true, too. Look, uh, Canty. <laughs> Jerry Jones looking for a quarterback controversy. Is that good or bad for the Dallas Cowboys? Gee, I just, I just wish Jerry Jones would stop talking. Uh, as much as I respect Jerry and appreciate him and, and what he means for the NFL overall, it's getting to the point now where he's coming to the mic and he's saying some kooky things. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's, like I, I'm going to need him to chill out. We all know that there's no quarterback controversy in Dallas because you're paying Dak Prescott $40 million a year. And as good as Cooper Rush was in his first two NFL starts, winning on the road last year against Minnesota and winning against Cincinnati, he's not the quarterback that Dak Prescott is. So I just I just hope that Jerry understands that and, and he realizes that some of his comments create more problems for his coaching staff in his locker room than, but I than, than rather than helping them accomplish their overall goal. Chris, but I think he's saying – I think what he's saying – is that if it's a quarterback controversy, that means that the Cowboys have won about five games. Yeah, no, and that's and that's all well and good, but 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 this is not a Wally Pitt situation, G. This is not and no, what, you're right what, about what that. No, you're right about that. Thank you're you, right because of the money. Yeah, 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 Thank yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you know, Dak Prescott when he comes back, he's going to be the quarterback. So I don't understand why you would even say something like that. That that part of it doesn't make sense. This is not when. Dak Prescott stepped in for Tony Romo after he got folded like an equipment. Remember, Tony Romo was out for a significant period of time. You're talking about two and a half months. 
And then when he came back, you know, Jerry was like, look, no, this kid is playing way too well. Our team is playing way too well. It's not going to happen. Uh, and so I think that that's the difference in the situation because um, he invoked that too when he spoke on it. He said he didn't think Dak Prescott would be capable of doing what he's doing. But, I mean, that was Dak Prescott's rookie year. Nobody really knew a whole lot about him. Cooper Rush been with the Dallas Cowboys for a minute. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not like the organization doesn't have data points. And the reality is that Dak Prescott is one of the top 10 to 12 quarterbacks in the NFL. So I don't, I don't see them replacing Dak with Cooper Rush, no matter what the record is when Dak gets back. My man Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Willemax. CeCe, let's go to Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin because I, I said it at the top of the show. I've been saying it for a while. You start going through their schedule – I'm not sure the Steelers are a 500 or better team, even though I know history would say differently as it relates to Tomlin, but they got bigger issues than just Mitchell Trubisky. That defense looks nowhere close to what it used to be, and when you don't have your best player on the field and T.J. Watt, uh, you, you feel that a lot, and I don't think Trubisky has the talent to get them over the hump offensively. Two touchdowns in three games. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one, Jay. They got some problems with Pittsburgh, man. Uh, I mean, that defensive front – I know that group has a bank full of pride, but, man, this is the second consecutive week that you've allowed an opposing offense to bleed the clock in the second half with the run game. We're not used to seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers do that, but that's exactly what the Cleveland Browns did last night, running the ball to the tune of 171 yards or 38 carries. Let me tell you something, Jay. Anytime a, a, a defense allows an offense to carry the ball 38 times, mm. there are 38 rushes, mm. that's the problem. Yep. That's what, if, it, if it's 38 rushes, I'm going to tell you what, the other team lost. If one offense has 38 rushes, the other team lost. Yeah, More and, often than not. There's you. no way you should be able to allow that type of volume in the run game. But when you can't stop the run, what are teams going to do? Continue to run the football. We saw it at the end of the game against the Patriots in week two. Damian Harris closing it out with the run game. I mean, literally bludgeoning the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive front. Now, in week two, I was willing to dismiss it because that defense had been on the field an awful lot, and that's a part in part because of the offense being so anemic. But last night, the offense gave you more production than they've given you in the first two weeks, and yet you still let the Cleveland Browns you know, running back, hit their head on the goal. CeCe, though, in fairness, though, CeCe, this, this, this defense has been on the field more than any other defense in the NFL. So, like, yeah, a quick I, turnaround, and, and, and that says something. JJ, and it's a short week, yeah. and I hear all of that. But you got Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback. Yeah, I hear you. You got to be able to stop. You got to be able to stop the run, and you got to be able to create field position for your offense because you know they're not going to drive the ball 75, 80 yards. You're right. You understand that as a defense. So it's like, okay, this is on us. And if you look at the salary cap allocation for the Pittsburgh Steelers, where's most of the money at? On the defense. So who's supposed to win the game? The defense. The defense. So them guys got to step up. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you might you might say that's a little bit unfair that they've been on the field as long as they have been, Jay, the last couple of weeks. But fair is a place where they judge pigs at. It's not the National Football League. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense has to step up. Yeah, if I mean, they don't, they, they, this, is, this, this is going to get late real Chris, early. Chris, let's remember the Steelers made that Micah Fitzpatrick trade, which kept the defense, just kept it together enough that they, did, they avoided a losing season without Roethlisberger. But maybe, 
maybe, Jay, you're right, maybe the time has come, I'll believe it when I see it, that Tomlin finishes under 500 because he simply doesn't have the horses, right? Maybe not quite enough because, Chris, you're right, on the offensive side, on the line, or on the defensive side, something's got to happen here where they, you know, where someone steps up. That is Chris Cannon. Hey, hey Max, yeah. Max, let's be let's be careful. We continue to just point the point the blame at the offensive line. We got we got to be careful with that guy because that offensive line has only allowed one sack in two games. No, but I'm talking about the run game. Whoa, 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 Chris, I'm talking about I'm talking about the run game. Two things, two things, Chris. At the point of attack, the pass blocking that offensive line ain't as bad as people. Chris, there are two things. Trubisky is a mobile quarterback who's able to make a line look better than it is, like he did in Chicago. Right then, they took him out. It's like, oh my god, that line is even worse than we thought. And the second thing is, I'm really talking about the run game. You you can't get you can't really eat on the ground if they're not blocking. Well, well, Max, I'm not saying that they don't need more balance on the offensive side of the ball because I, I think Najee Harris is better than the production we've seen through the right. first three weeks. But, but listen, the pass block win rate for the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line is 11th in the National Football right. League. Pass protection. That's not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not pass protection. That's what I said, pass no. block win rate. Yeah. It's not, it's not awesome. Which, so by the way, maybe eight. Hey, listen. The line as to why Trubisky can't play well. It ain't off the line, guys. But CeCe, hey, so, 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 Trubisky can't even throw the ball from the pocket. That's the problem. Well, listen. That, that, that's my, that, but that's my point, Jay. It takes George Pickens making the kind of catches that he made last night in order for the offense to have productivity in the downfield passing game. Chris, that's why they should make the change. Chris, there are some quarterbacks. I don't want to typecast anyone. But some types of quarterbacks – don't process information very well. Like, you know, like Dak Prescott, not Dak, Dak Prescott, uh, 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 Mitch Trubisky in this case, doesn't process information as well as some of his classmates, some of his draft classmates like Patrick Mahomes well, and Deshaun man, Watson. And well, 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 Chris, Chris, what I'm suggesting <laughs> is what he said earlier. He is athletic. Maybe he can change positions. Maybe he could be a wideout. That's all I'm saying. Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carla, three to well, if you don't process information as fast as say as say uh, uh, you know Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes, who you were drafted in the same class with, maybe you can switch positions if you are athletic. That's all I'm suggesting. Co-host, Matt, yes. How bad was that decision by the Chicago Bears to take the risky over Watson and over Pat Mahomes? My goodness, you think that might not have been the best decision in the world, huh? Chris Canty, oh co-host of Canty and Carlin, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Great to talk to you, Chris. All right, CC. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Right, hey, I know why Pittsburgh lost, uh, Jay. Why? why? Because they took that short flight to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Freddie, o- Freddie, Freddie Coleman owes us a bet, huh? <laughs> what happened? Fred, uh, Freddie, was, Freddie was selling us on Pittsburgh winning last night. Mm. And Key and I weren't the, having because, it. Because, you know, the flight and it's Short close flight. and no travel and time. Travel. Oh, I'm like, oh, you still got to get on the damn plane. What's the difference? <laughs> Fast Freddie Fitzsimmons tried to, try to pull yeah. one over on you? Hot sauce Oh, Freddy. yeah, hot sauce tried hot to sauce do us Freddy. in. That's his uh, street name. What did I just say? But nothing. Just get us yeah, out. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep crossing names today. You notice that? Yes. What I call him earlier? Reggie. You sure? Your eyes are also Hey, Max. Max. You sure they didn't work on your brain? Little bit, little anesthesia. You got to shake the cobwebs. Is Aaron Judge having the best season ever? Ever. We're going to talk about that next, but he has this from Granger first. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions 
for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, check this out. Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So call or click Granger or borrow Max's car and just simply stop by. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Will the Max, ESPN Radio. ESPNU, the ESPN app. Go to the ESPN. It's probably already on your phone, the app. Click on the lower right-hand side. It says more, right? Scroll down to listen live, and you got to get out of the car. No problem. You take us with you on the app live. See, I'm messed up now, Max. What's up? It, I, you know I can't listen to Ja Rule ever <laughs> yeah. again. It's so damn annoying, man. Why? Just because I always go back to keep it like, yeah, I'm hove. And yeah, you could be Ja Rule, Jay. You feel you were damned with faint praise? Oh, it was, it was so hurtful. Mm. Just know. man, disrespectful. Ja, ja Rule's had a respectable career. Man, relax. I mean, we had we had multiple Where people on the God? show that day. Multiple people on the show that day. You weren't. I don't think you were there that day. Yeah, yeah I we sure were was. Together. You know yeah. what? You know what? But callers seem to think that Key he called himself Hove, but was more like Fitty, and Key said he would take that, take that, take that. And and meantime, also Key at one point said you could be Hove, and he would be uh yeah, he'd be Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was right like, that was 30 minutes after he called me Ja Rule for 30 minutes straight. Ja Rule's cool, man. I don't know what's You're just happy because one dude came on and called, called you, what, Rakim or Nas? No, he said that he was Nas and I was Rakim. Rakim. You love that. I do. I you were so you. tickled but, about that. He was like, they, I, you know they what it means? You know, why, you, know what he was Jay, saying? You, know. He, you know what he was saying, Key, that caller? He's an old timer. When See, he said that he's what he Rakim and I'm Nas, he's like, we think alike, but you're the later version. See? I appreciated that. He's tickled yeah, by Jay, it. you cool, though, man. Yeah. You, you, I, need, I want to go to the Bahamas. Just let me know what's happening. See, that, that's a, stop pursing your lips like that. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willamax is presented by Progressive Insurance. What if my lips were like that, though? 
A lot of people's lips are. Everyone's but got mean, the mirror. Do you have a mirror <laughs> face key? Do you make a face? I have a mirror face. No, I don't. You have I a mirror face, look at myself in the mirror. Man. I love I looking at myself in the mirror. I can't even I stop. I don't need to. I already know that I'm handsome, man. What I got to keep praising my looks for? I know I'm handsome. I look at the fit. Sometimes. I look at the fit of the clothes. I don't look at my face. I don't I don't have a mirror face. Yeah, You're a butter face? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm oh, okay. not I'm just that. curious. I, th- I thought that's what he was saying, Key. I wasn't sure. <laughs> you're, you're a seven iron? I avoid the face. I try to try to just look at the physique. You're a four iron? <laughs> look good from 232 away? See, I, I don't need to do all that. Max, when you know you're handsome, yeah. you don't need to you don't need to keep saying it. I, I know geez, I'm I know I'm pretty. I'm so, handsome. I'm man, chocolate. I got sometimes you're so handsome, unless you're I'm actually soft, looking at it, you can't European. keep the image in your mind. I'm soft. European. My body is soft. I know all that. I got you want your body skin. to be soft? Yeah. What's yeah, your body? I don't want to be rough. No, my feet not rough. Oh. I ain't got bad hands and toes. I think soft and like no. tummy. Like you don't want to be soft. No, I ain't talking about tummy wise. I'm I'm talking about the skin. It's just you you could take you could take water and it just goes. <laughs> right Dude, stop, man. I'm just telling you. Do you know how long it takes when, you're, when you are her suit? How long it takes? That means, Harry, how long it takes to dry off after a shower? Oh, it I, takes I, forever. I don't want to think of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Through all the things you've done, you, have you ever been in an R&B video? Like making cameos? I can see you in an R&B have video. Have you, Jay? No. You know, no. It, 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 you, 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 you only known me for three years, Jay, or whatever the number is, like closely. Yeah. I've never been a guy, and people will automatically assume I'm something other than what I am based on, you know, whatever was put out there in the world. I've had opportunities to do so many back then, this video, that's just, I'm I'm good. You're cool with because, that? Yeah, yeah that just never was me. It was never me taking off my shirt and walking in the rain and doing, all, that just wasn't, because <laughs> I wasn't. Why it, do you have all the vision just set out, though? Because you know what it would be like if you were to I do know, it. Because I know what it was. And so for me, I've always looked at that as somebody trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. And the way that I've always looked at my career as an NFL yeah. guy, too thirsty. Yeah. And and when I came into the league, I was famous. So what do I need to be chasing something for to be cool? Hell, I'm cooler than them dudes in the video being just me. So I was just like. I, w- I would be in the Sade video. Ask me to be in the video of Sade now. That's different. Yeah, but see, no ordinary Jay, Jay, let me tell you something real quick, mm-hmm. partner. Partner? Early Sade wasn't in my on my young- team. Early in young my young career, Jay, you know how they say people got, you know, things on their wall. They could just go down the list and uh, check them no, off. Stop. I didn't need to be in an R&B video to do that. Uh-huh. You know, I know we praised Derek Jeter about all the things that, you know, he did. I just wasn't my thing. Did people Man, have to you? leave? Did people have to leave the cell phones uh, at the door and everything? Did you get? Did nah, get, we didn't have to do that. We didn't have to worry well, about DJ's that. DJ's a no gift basket. You know? Anybody you know? knows gift basket? He's legendary gift basket. Gift no, basket. but I just wasn't. No, no, honestly, I wasn't into the whole video. Get into the video. I would go. I would go to the video shoots, Jay, and hang and out. Said, yeah, that, that's the move. <laughs> that's the veteran move. Oh, I would go to the video shoots and hang out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's just like the oh, tables geez. at the club, right? Oh, get the table at the club. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to get the table at the club. Go over there and hang out with them and drink up all their liquor. I'm going to be right here. <laughs> you know who else is metaphorically drinking up all the liquor? After they clinched the division <laughs> or a playoff spot last night. We the have Mets. like 90 seconds in the segment. Oh. I want to No, the Mets. We're talking about the Yankees, brother. You know Aaron Judge? You know Aaron Judge not only all the to- told you he's going to win the triple crown possibly. Yes, you remind us every day. But you know he's, he's also – He's also bearing down on the hits leader, too. That's going to be 11. He got a lot of stuff going. I know what I wanted to ask you, though, Max, about that. 61 or 62, what's better? 62. So 62 is better than tying, so you break it. No question. Okay, I just didn't. 
I didn't you know, know which one was more meaningful. But, but here, that, but here's the thing: the the original record was Babe Ruth hit sixty in a hundred fifty four game season. Right? I wasn't born then, but go ahead. So one hundred fifty four games hit sixty. That there's a record is never going to be broken. They expanded the season to one hundred sixty two games. That was the year Maris broke it. So all the old writers who want to defend their their guy, the old timer. Babe Ruth were like, well, if he doesn't do it in 154 games, there has to be an asterisk because it's not the same. Sure enough, he didn't do it in 154. He did it on the last game of the season, 162. Right now, they just played, I want to say, game 148. Aaron Judge, I think, has five or six more games to break. He's tied Babe Ruth in under 154 games. The next home run before game 154 becomes the first dude clean to break the record. And And then it's could he hit... Maris when he hits his 62nd home run. That would be mm. the first dude to break it clean. Like, the Bonds-McGuire-Sosa stuff is a joke. Two of those guys got dragged before Congress, refused to answer questions, <laughs> didn't know English you, all of a sudden. Really and and Barry that, Bonds, you, there, there's you, a book you, about you, it. It's man, called what, Sha- what, what you say? Game of did, Shadows. Didn't did know English all of a sudden, huh? Yeah, right. Like, Sammy Sosa <laughs> suddenly could not answer questions because he didn't understand them. Mark McGuire refused to look at the past. Barry <laughs> Bonds, there's a book Sammy about it called man. Game of Shadows, Balco, all kinds of stuff. And also you could just see the physical change in these guys, their home run to at-bat ratio doubled, right? Like, come on, man. Everyone knows what it is. But Judge been the same dude since day one in the in the majors. Same dude. Yeah, Judge, Judge didn't all of a sudden spike from 35 to 75. No. He hit he 52, hit 52, as, 52 a rookie. As, a, as a rook, right? Just glad yep. he's Matter finally fact, healthy. You know something? Roger Maris, the year before, he, he came to the Yankees in 1960, hit 39 home runs that year, then the next year hit 61. How many home runs do you think Judge hit last year? 39 home yeah. runs. Same like Maris. Ben Simmons had a lot of things to say while on the Old Man in the Three podcast. He even got a sh- he even shouted out someone on this show. He- someone on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. We won't say who. And Max. It accrues to all of us. I mean, let's face it. Let's not, uh, let's not take bows and take credit. We're all one team. We're going to get into that next. But first, Jay has this from Doc. Finally, finally, the most wonderful time of the year is upon us again. That's right. College football season. Dr. Pepper and the residents of Fansville invite you to revel in another one-of-a-kind year of flexing your foam finger, humming your school's fight song in your sleep, and thriving on a steady diet, a buffalo chicken dip, and post-game day commentary, all washed down with the rich, delicious Dr. Pepper, of course. Another Saturday is always just around the corner, so make sure your tailgate doesn't turn into a failgate and pick up a case of ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C 
ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> so, Key, I, uh, I think Max and I owe you an apology. Let's be honest about it. You were correct thus far with Jacoby Brissett. It looked right last night. I know the weapons are very different that you have on Cleveland as opposed to the Steelers, pretty much known for their defense, but T.J. Watt being out is a huge miss. But it did, man, I'm like, Yo, Jacoby Brissett can not only tread water, but he might yeah. help this team excel. You know what, though, Jay? It's not even about being right at Jacoby Brissett or any of that. You got to think about some things with these quarterbacks in the National Football League. So many coaches get uh, frustrated or not even frustrated. They, they miss and they get impatient with the quarterback position. And so guys like Jacoby Brissett and Geno Smith's they, they're what I call throwaways. People don't – they throw them away. And they say to themselves, eh, well, we can't do anything with them. And so they become a reclamation project. Mm-hmm. But the whole entire time, if you ever notice, when those guys leave those teams as throwaways, those teams don't ever get better. They never get better. And, and they say, well, we need to upgrade at the quarterback position. They upgrade the quarterback position, they still win six games. That, that happens, and they wind up getting fired. And then they wind up having to go out and draft a guy. And then they think about all those teams that have done that with guys like a Jacoby Brissett and a Geno yeah. Smith. No, man. Did I... the Indianapolis Colts get better without Jacoby Brissett? No. No. No, they did not. Yeah, they got worse. Did the New York Jets get better without Geno Smith? No. They didn't get better without Geno Smith? No, they yeah. didn't. But and it said... all – Go ahead, Key. I was going to say, and it always happens to guys like that. Did the 49ers get better without Jimmy Garoppolo? No. No. Coaches say, I got to upgrade. I got to upgrade. No, you need to take a look at yourself. You need to take a look at all the players around you and evaluate that. And that's why when it's reclamation projects, those guys tend to be able to have long-lasting careers and get a second chance as a starter. Let's be honest. So a lot of these reclamation projects also have to deal with luck, right? Like, if you get a chance to be reclamated when you're with reclaimed, Nick, yeah, reclaimed, yeah, sorry, 
Reclamated. Reclamated. What did yeah. I say? Reclamated? We no, had to start I, I said reclamated. I, that was so Reggie wildly Lewis. wrong, Jay. It, it, it felt <laughs> I said Reggie Lewis. He correct. said reclamated. Yeah. Reclamated felt, was a new one. It felt wildly correct at the time. Wait, wait. What did I say? I don't know what you said. Nobody. I thought I said reclamated, too. Did I provocative. Gets the people going. Whatever. All I'm saying, if, if you get reclaimed, right, on a team with Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, the talent around you, that's a team you want to get reclaimed on. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Like, it's so much as the fit. Jay, you talk about you get drafted into a triangle offense. Oh. You're, that's it. You're finished. As, as like, if you stay in that offense, they will never see what you can do because that's not your game. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. Woo! So, guys, J.J. Redick, I would say it's an understatement to say he's made a successful transition to the media business. That was fast. Well, he was doing it while he was playing. Yeah. That's a smart way to do it. Leverage your platform. He had Brooklyn's Ben Simmons. The Brooklyn Nets Ben Simmons on Terrible! On his Old Man in the Three podcast. Listen to what Ben Simmons, guys, had to say about what it was like playing in Philadelphia. People in Philly just want to have something to say about <laughs> anything, man. Like, everything. Like, literally everything. You know, I post a picture of a f***ing car or a dog. I got reporters saying, you should be in the f***ing gym. Like, come on, man. But, yeah, for sure, Philly is obviously a, a, a sports city. And my experience playing there was incredible. Like, for the most part, it was incredible. I had a great time. Like, the fans were unbelievable. I still have an apartment there, so I do own some real estate in Philadelphia still. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm part of Philly still. But... Yeah, it's, it's just unique. Like, even being in Brooklyn now, it's it's completely different. Like, this is a different experience for me. And, and you know, I value just that time I did spend in Philly because, you know, I was able to learn and grow in that city. And I got friends for life there. I got my brother lives there. Like, I got family there. So, yeah, Philly's great. I don't I think people have, like, a, a thought that I think that, that, that I hate it. You see, the thing I liked about this whole interview, I listened to it from beginning to end, is that there was accountability there. I mean, Ben said literally on the pod that, you know, yeah, some of it was my fault, but there was some of it that was the team's fault as well. And I get it from the fan perspective, but, like, you know, real talking, a lot goes playoffs with the Hawks. They lose that series, right? Multiple games are up double-digit points, you know, 18, 25. It goes back to Doc that one went play. with an all-bench unit that sunk him. Yep, let's be like, honest. So none of that stuff matters, but it all comes down to Ben didn't shoot that one shot where he passed it off to Matisse Thybul, right? I, it, just think about this for a second. When, you're, when your team's best player and your team's head coach, as much as I like Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid, literally go up to that podium post-game and throw him under the bus, which they did. Some things, Key, you never come back from, man. You know what I mean? Some things yeah. you just ain't never going to come back from. I think that was one of those moments for Ben. It's not even a comeback from. It's when, when things like that happen, you don't want to be involved. You don't want to be around. You don't want to be in that organization because you feel like that they're doing you wrong or they're treating you wrong or they're trying to paint you a certain way. It happens all the time in professional sports, not just with Ben Simmons, but people in general. That's why you see a lot of players – and and they want to be described as disgruntled. No, it's not that they're disgruntled. They just don't can't fool with you. They're gruntled. Mean they, they just don't, huh? They're not disgruntled. They're gruntled. Oh well, yeah. They're <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I told you they went in. The opposite. Went in, they went in his eyeball and did something to his damn brain. That's what they did. Jay. Could be. Could be. I kind of feel good. Help himself, I feel good. Is this the way the rest of everybody else thinks? Squirrel. It's not bad. I Squirrel. fit right in. Hey. 
here's the thing. I did not hear the whole podcast, Jay. In fact, I just heard this little snippet. And now I'm going to take it, and I'm going to make some point. I'm going to start yelling and screaming about it on Sports Talk Radio. Ah, Ben Simmons said this. I'm going to take it out of context. What an idiot. I mean, look, the one thing I'll say is this, Jay. In the podcast, did he go at the fans in Philly? Because I felt that the Philadelphia fans took care of this guy. They wanted him to succeed. They, in spite of whatever else was going on, even like like up until pretty recently, they really supported him. And then at a certain point, they were like, come on, man, this town ain't for you if you can't handle this kind of heat. Was he going at the fans in Philly? No. No, I didn't, I didn't hear anything about him attacking fans. So he's talking about the franchise, really. Yeah, he was talking about franchise, and he was also talking about what he was going through just mentally, where he was at. Like, not wanting to be somewhere. You know, and he talked about it. It wasn't about the money key. It was, it was about the situation. And he, he wanted freedom Man. from the situation. Trust me, I've been there. Yeah, you I said it. In Tampa Bay, I love, the, I love my teammates. I love the Bucks. But I wasn't, and you almost made me cuss, messing with John Gruden no more. Yeah, so I just wanted John to wait from him. John no Gruden, matter what the situation, clean. no matter how much money, no matter none of that. I was like, yo, I'm, I, y'all could have, I told Richard McKay, I said, man, y'all can have all the money. Just let me go. Key, I got to tell you, though, it, it kind of it reminded me of you in uh, this way to a degree. Like, if you were playing in today's game with the way that people mischaracterized you as a person, people that didn't get a chance to know you and how yeah, you like rock you. out. And who you really are, <laughs> get out of here, man. But, like, people automatically did that to Ben. He talked openly about that. I think that was one of my biggest it, takeaways. It, ha- it happens when you are a uh, – what's the word I'm looking for, Columbia? Um, mysterious kind of uh, uh, interesting Reclusive. Reclusive. person you- that people kind of want to get to know and feel. And when they can't, they try to figure you out, and they can't figure you out. That's what they go to. They Pass go a to- turn – Shy, reclusive, you're off by yourself. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, and, and so when you do that, it's like people want to know. they like, man, what's, what's up with him? Hey, Key. He is this way. Key. He also talked about someone on this show, Ben Simmons, on that podcast. You want I, to I was like, like, why are you saying this if you don't even know the story? Because he always wants to say, like, yo, we're LSU brothers. You're my brother, all this, that. If you're my LSU brother, you would have reached out by now. And it's been months since I've been dealing with this. You ain't reach out once and say, hey, you okay? Like, what's going on? The one person who did reach out was Jay Williams. And he had a real talk with me. I was like, I really appreciate that because, you know, you're trying to understand what's going on with me. Because he did say something, and then he took it back, which I appreciated. And I think it's just a level of, like, people understanding and not just, just speaking just to speak, not to get clicks or whatever it is. So I really respect Jay for that. That was, to me, that meant more than anything that was going on. But that's oh. what you love to see from ex-players and, and <laughs> kill O'Neal. Like, I got Shaq hating on me. Like, it's crazy. But Key, oh, that, Jay, no, it's, so not, it's not about that, though, Key. It's not, a, it's not about it being sweet or whatever, though. No, but I, I, I sometimes feel like there's a difference, right? Like when people, and Max, like you're in it with us, right? We talk about it daily. But a lot of people just get up on top of a podium and just they don't try to do the work. They just have an opinion, right? And they keep doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on that opinion. And my thing is sometimes like you got to go to the source and ask, like, yo, all right, let me hear this from your perspective. Tell me your truth. Let me hear from other people. Then I can come to my own conclusion about what I. Absolutely. But people don't do that, though, anymore, Key. No. People no, don't they, reach out and be like, yo, let's actually rap about it and give me your unvarnished truth. Yeah, and, that, and that's the, that's, that was always me as a player is I've always said, I don't mind you talking about me at all, but you better know what you're talking about. You better know what you're talking about. Because if you want it to be one way, that's okay. 
but know what you're talking about. Get the information. Find out from me. Don't just assume that this is who I am and this is what's going on. You know, but a lot of times in the sports world, in particular in life in general, people see things and they want it to be one way. They don't want to tell a story the way it really truly is. It's easier to tell a broad, generalized story. By the way, the way the human brain operates, we make we make categorizations and 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 we stereotype people because it's it's easier to process a lot of information that way. But that's always less interesting than the truth. The truth is more nuanced and much more interesting than those broad categorizations. Although I will say in this business, you are presented with so much information so quickly and yeah. asked to make snap oh. judgments. Some people sometimes some people will make them publicly and then they don't they don't Retract have the, 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 a sound enough ego to walk it back and say, you know what, I, I'm wrong. I was wrong about that. I have to apologize to that person, right? Yeah. Uh, that happens sometimes. I mean, you apologize about Tom Brady off the cliff. I mean, I would, that no, that was, wasn't. No, no, no. But no. Derek Carr, I once questioned his character, and I owed him an apology for that, and I did. I don't know if you ever heard it. Coming up. going to get in the octagon. Is it okay to treat one player differently from everyone else? We're going to talk about it. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.